Blog Talk Radio. Hi, this is Nathan East hanging with the teddy bear on LOTL Radio, The Zone. Now at a show, 
Just like a kiss from mama Or a brand new dollar Just like a sunny day Giving birth with no pain Just like a Christmas morning Or an eagle soaring
know, you you made me like a different kind of dude, you know. You made me like jealous over things. I ain't really a jealous guy, but you know. <laughs> jealous of your jeans, girl, cause it can rub your long legs. Of your hat, girl, cause it can kiss your forehead. Jealous of your belt, girl, cause it can hug your waistline. Hug your waistline. Hug your waistline. Jealous of your dress, girl. Rub your hips, yeah Of your lipstick Cause it can kiss your lips, yeah Jealous of your shoes, girl Cause they can kiss your toes, yeah Rub your toes, yeah Kiss your toes, yeah Jealous of your earrings I wanna kiss your ears, yeah everything taken care of. Erica, can you hear me, my love? Yes, I can. <laughs> can you hear me? <laughs> oh, my love. You're coming in crystal clear. Yes, Lord. Thank you so much for taking time out of your very busy schedule and joining us today. And congratulations on your multiple new singles that you have out, my dear. Thank you very much, and I'm very honored to be here. Thank you for having me. Now, I must ask, I've had an opportunity to peruse, meaning listen intently, enticingly to your new music, your new singles. And I'm going to tell you something, the one that really piqued my curiosity, which is very rare for me, <laughs> is, okay. is called Hymn 2. 
and I listened to it. I mean, I mean, I really listened to that single. I said maybe several times. And I said, when she gets on the show, I definitely have to ask her about that because me being a male, a creature of habit, I know it's very challenging to sit up here and just being a and being in a single-minded relationship with a woman. Mm-hmm. And I said, I wanted to ask you, how challenging is it for a woman to love two men? Because each man has their own separate persona and they bring something different to the table. So how did you manage to maneuver through that? And also, was it challenging for you to be that, that transparent and put this out in music form? Because that's something very, I know, near and dear and personal to your heart and your life. So how were you able to manage through that? All right. Let's get down with the dirty. <laughs> so um, it is, it is um, absolutely challenging to be in love with two men at the same time for those reasons that you listed, two different personalities, um, being open and honest and not wanting to hurt anyone's feelings because we're all human, human and we have our own experiences and our own feelings about different things. Um, my situation, it was a little bit easier because they didn't live in the same state. And so um, my primary partner, we lived together, and then my secondary partner was in another state. Um, But still, you know, jealousy is is real. And, you know, men are very territorial. And even if you are honest about, you know, what the situation is, people tend to still have their own feelings about different things. And, you know, it, it can present as, um, you know, oh, you, you, you're talking to him more than you're talking to me. I feel like you're thinking about him more. I feel like, you know, um, you're not present with me. And, and it, of course, can be very challenging. Um, it was extremely difficult to put this song out, one, because some of my family members didn't even know that I had practiced polyamory. And, you know, I knew that putting the song out, my mom and my dad knew, but I knew that putting the song out could potentially have some backlash. Um, I know that we live in a society where, you know, pretty much uh, monogamy is the standard. So, you know, I mean, we, we hear times where there's men that have different, you know, different wives or more than one wife, but we don't really talk enough about when women have more than one partner. Um, and so, I knew that putting it out, I might lose some followers. I might have some people questioning, like, well, you know, what's going on? And, you know, some people might think that that's kind of unsavory. Um, but I, I practice love, and love is in abundance. And, you know, it, I'm not going to say polyamory isn't challenging, but I do believe that love is abundant. And as long as you're openly communicating with all partners involved, that it can be done successfully. Now, both my, those situations have dissolved. <laughs> So I don't, I don't know if I could quite say the, that I, I mastered it, but I do think that there are people that are in polyamorous um, situations that are doing it and, and successful at it. Not that it doesn't have its challenges, but I do think that it can happily exist. I've always felt that every experience that we have in life takes us on a journey, on a different path um, for wisdom Uh, also to help us better define who we are as individuals. And I also feel everyone has a different perception, and I'm putting emphasis on perception of what love is and what it stands for. For you, what have you learned about yourself going through that? And as far as what does the meaning or definition of love 
mean to Erica L. James? What I've learned about myself. Um, I've, I've learned that I have the ability to compromise to a fault. And what I, what I mean by that is, you know, um, I'm a woman of a particular age. And, you know, there are things that maybe I suppressed that I was looking for in a partner that um, I kind of I kind of pushed down or didn't qu- quite address because, you know, if you see a person and, and you know, if you fall in love with, with everything about them, there may be some things that you don't like about them or some things that you wish were different, but you don't, don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. And from this experience, I kind of learned that I got to pay attention to those things that are some core things that I would want in a partner and not ignore that. You know, just be honest and open about what you need in a partner. To me, love is giving without any expectation. Love is, and, and I know we have this thing about saying unconditional love, but the fact that you say love should already imply that it's unconditional. But we live in, in a, a time where I love you until you hurt me. I love you as long as you met, meet these conditions. And I just don't want to practice that. I want to love you regardless. And I still love both these men, even though, you know, the, the situations have resolved and will always be there for them. And pretty much anybody that I've ever been in a relationship with, I've always said, you know, anytime that you ever need me, I'll be there. Because that, to me, is what love is. The people that you love don't always do what you want them to do, but you will always be there for them. It seems to me that it comes across as just as far as being comfortable in one's skin and being accepting of who we are as individuals. Because at the end of at the end of the day, we are individuals. Um, as I said, I think it's a learning experience for everything that we do in life. For you going in the studio. What was the thought process when you started working on that particular song? Because as you said, that she said, wait a minute, if I put this out here, I know there's a lot of people that are close to me don't know that I'm living this kind of lifestyle. So when you started working on this single and said, I'm going to put it out, what was the thought process after, after it was finished and you decided to put it out? Um, when I went to go record it, um, I thought it was a fun song, okay. and when when I when I when I was going to record it, both my partners had heard it, and you know, I well I thought both of them were excited about it, but I learned later learned that one of them wasn't so excited excited about it, but he didn't voice that. <laughs> he didn't voice that. Um. Uh, Yeah, I mean, you know, and again, people compromise. So I guess he just didn't want to, you know, um, disappoint me or not seem supportive. But when I when I went in to record it, I really, really thought I said, you know, this is this got a nice little groove. I think people will like it. Well, in the polyamory community, I'm sure that women could appreciate, you know, a woman talking about this kind of thing, because you often see you often see men that have more than one woman, woman, and you don't really see a lot of women that have more than one man. And so I felt like this would be something that was empowering for women, and I was just happy about it. Now, when I went to release it, you know, as I said, it was it was some challenges. One, both those situations had resolved, and then uh, I mean uh, dissolved, and then two, you know, it would be kind of putting all my business out there. 
because <laughs> a song like that, you can't write about something like that if you haven't gone through it. You know what I mean? With, like that's not the kind of song that you just you just go, oh, you know, you could write about the moon and the stars and love and stuff like that, even if you haven't quite experienced that feeling. But him too is a very very detailed song. So it's no way that, you know, I could even say, oh, well, I, I just witnessed the situation and, you know, I wrote about it. So it was really putting all my business out there. And it, it, it took me being very comfortable in my skin saying, you know, this is who I am. This is what I represent. Um, and I have to be open and honest with that because if anybody is going to love me, they have to know who they're loving. And this is, this is she, this is who I am. Well, it definitely resonates through the music. And I must say this, as you said earlier, you know, being a woman of a particular age, we're both 21. We've been around the block on right. a few occasions. <laughs> <Just> Lord. I, <laughs> I must right. say, being, being the renaissance man that I am, and I can say this wholeheartedly, that has always been a, there is there has always been a stigma in our community, in the African-American community towards women. That women have been groomed to act and to be a certain way, always be ladylike. And what I've learned over the years that in our community, just like any other community, women of color have feelings, they have emotions, they have things. A lot of times they repress, suppress a lot of things they want to act out on because they feel back there's going to be a backlash and being looked upon not being ladylike. And for you, it seems to me in your upbringing, it must have been very challenging to say, you know what, I'm suppressing a lot of these feelings. These are things that I want to do. These are things I want to explore. And then that finally have that kind of, I say, bravery to really act out on that. I can't even imagine what your parents thought through that process because you said your parents knew about it. So when they finally, when they finally knew what were their what was their response? I mean, were they really supportive or they had an attitude? I, I'm trying to understand, but I really don't understand. Um, my my mom, you know, my mom was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> and you know, she was she was so confused. She was so right. confused because you know, I presented it to her that you know, my partner and I were going to have an open relationship, and she was like, well, whose idea was that? You know, <laughs> but, you know, it was our idea because, you know, we were looking to try different experiences and she's just, you know, she was kind of like, she's old school with it. Like, um, right. you know, I don't think that that's acceptable, but you're my daughter and I'm going to always support you. But I just feel like if you need to be out there, then y'all don't need to be, be together. You know, that's kind of, you know, the sentiment she took my, my dad, you know, he wasn't as harsh, but he was, he was, you know, interested in like, well, why, you know, why does your partner feel like he needs another woman? That's, okay. that's what he was asking, you know, and it wasn't really like, well, why do you need another man? It was like, why does he want another woman? Doesn't, you know, doesn't he know who he's with? Like, you know, dad was giving me mad props. Like, you know, you're beautiful, you're talented. Why would he, put, I mean, why would he want to mess that up? Or why would he want something else? And so um, my parents, they, they, you know, had they had the traditional response. What is wrong with y'all? Why do y'all need to do this? And if you're going to do it, you know, are you telling the kids? You know, we did not have any children together, but we did have children in our home. I have a daughter. He has a son and a daughter. Um, and so, 
you know, are y'all going to tell them? And, you know, what, what's that going to look like? Are y'all going to be bringing people home? And it's like, no, no, no. There's some there's some rules and regulatories in, in place, so none of that will be happening. Um, we will be open with them and telling them that we're in an open relationship, but that should not ever affect our home life. Nothing will ever be, um, nothing will ever carry over into our home life. And that's how we kept it for the time that we practiced polyamory. Um, and so, you know, and my and my grandmother raised me. My grandmother, you know, out of everybody, my grandmother really was probably the most understanding. And she kind of made a joke and, and you know, I hope she doesn't get mad at me saying this, but she made a joke and she said, honey, when I was young, I always kept a backup. I was like, ooh, grandma, you're spicy. <laughs> she said that, like out loud. Like, ooh, when I was young, I always kept a backup. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, so, yeah, I, you know, my family, they were confused. They were really like, why do you all need to do that? But they, you know, one thing about my family, and, and I'm so appreciative, is that they always, always lead with love. Even if they don't understand, they lead with love. And I appreciate that. Well, that's always a blessing when you have your family's support, because regardless of what you do, you're not going to make everyone happy. It's useless. Absolutely not. Even try. Right. So as long as you're happy at the end of the day, that's all that matters. And speaking of happy, for those who are tuning in late, shame on you, but the teddy bear does forgive you. We're being joined today by the very super talented Erica L. James. I wanted to ask you, what are some of the challenges of being an independent artist and not having, quote unquote, the machine behind you? Money. <laughs> and I'm just keeping it real. Money. Right. Money. Um, you know, in, in this in this world that we have, the technology is so helpful, but it takes money to make everything move. And that's the truth behind it. It takes money to be in a studio. It takes money for promotion. It takes money for marketing. Um, and, you know, I fund everything myself, and I'm proud of that. But there are times where I'm like, okay, I've got this as my budget. How do I strategically use these funds to get the maximum outcome, you know? And um, for, for, a, for a while, my partners were assisting and like I said, since those situations have um, dissolved, everything is on me. I mean, I make my own album covers, and I'm on the computer trying to apply to different playlists. I'm sending out to radio stations. I, everything is a one-woman show. And so there's sometimes just not enough hours in the day to get everything taken care of. And I try not to complain because I think that this is important in the journey of getting my music to the ears that need to hear it. So I, I never want to seem like I'm complaining. Um, it's just, it's a lot. It's a lot. So when you, when, when I have to say everything in total, it's not having enough manpower to just do some of the tasks that are required and then having capital. I mean, and, and that is extremely important. And that's why, you know, as an indie artist, you can, you can be the most talented. You, I mean, you can really do the most and have a beautiful gift to share, but if you've got no money, to push behind it, you the you know, the world may never know about all that talent that you have. And so, you know, that's kind of where the challenge lies. But I keep going every day, little steps, persistence breaks resistance. Every single day I do something. I get my music there, here, wherever, and I'm proud of that, and I'm going to keep pushing. You know what? At the end of the day, it comes down to 
having perseverance, believing in oneself's craft and gift that they have, believing in the artistry of music. And I've always said, I've always said this, maybe I'll tell a couple of independent artists once every blue moon, I said that I had the pleasure of interviewing Gregory Porter. This is before he was signed. He was an independent artist and he had just Mm -hmm. released his album, Be Good. Again, Mm -hmm. he was an independent artist and he'd also, he had also released some prior music, prior albums before that. Within that year, after interviewing him, he got signed to the biggest jazz jazz label in the industry, which is Concord Music. So I say that that if you work hard and believe someone out there is going to find you, and they're also they're also going to believe in what you bring to the table. So anything is possible. So I want to say kudos to my staff for reaching out and locating Miss James and bringing her to my attention, I didn't realize this woman had such a vocal prowess because there's a big difference between being a singer and being a vocalist. And you were definitely a vocalist. And oh, to all the listeners out there, FYI, Miss James actually just released another new single yesterday called <laughs> Deserve Better. So that's also available on all social media outlets. But hey, Far be it for me to deprive the listeners with some blueprint music. Let's get into it with one of her many hit singles with him too. Here in the zone of the Lotio Radio. Get in line. 
And so I just don't want to be a part of that that situation anymore. You know, it's very interesting. I had this conversation with a colleague of mine. This was actually maybe a little bit over a year ago. And um, she brought up that discussion, which was very intriguing to me. And I said, the only thing that I see from something like that, I said, once you open Pandora's box, all bets are off. Because at the end of the day, whatever person you choose to be with, that person is going to bring something completely different to the table than that other person is. They may be able Mm -hmm. to satisfy you or stimulate you in an emotional, mental capacity that the other one is unable to do. Mm -hmm. And I said, willing to take that chance because at the end of the day, somebody is going to be, they're going to feel that they're not good enough or why am I not good enough to have your time? So it's like, it's, it's very, yeah, it's very, very, very challenging, very challenging. We're getting ready, we're getting ready to head into the new year, 2020. What are some of the goals that you have set for yourself to expand your brand, to not only get your music out there, also to take your brand to another level? Um, I plan to be, um, I just want to be out there more. And what I mean by that is um, I want to definitely still work in the community. Um, I used to teach yoga. And um, I've moved away from that because I just had so much going on with the music. But I really want to get back to doing yoga in the community um, because it's important. You know, these songs that I write are about my experiences and some things that I've witnessed other people go through. But it's so important that, um, especially for black people, that we get our emotional and mental health in order. And so I want to be visible in the community via yoga, via um, teaching people how to meditate, um, my day job is as a physical therapist, and so I always want to work with people on those lines of making sure our health is in order. Um, I definitely want to perform. Um, this year I kind of took a break from performing because I was recording so much, but I want to get back on that stage because I love it. I mean, I love it. You know, I, I love it because, you know, I'm like I'm all the way EJ, all the way. Like I get to talk fast and you know, I get to engage with my audience and, you know, then people see like, oh, she just, okay, she cool. Like, yeah, I'm going through the same thing you're going through. I just thinking about it. But um, I definitely want to get back out there and perform because I just love that. And my goal, my goal is just to help myself be a better person and to reach whoever out there who needs to hear these songs to let them know you're not alone. We all got our, we all got our ish and we all just trying to be better. And and I hope that I reach those people to just to show them that, you know, it's okay. It's going to be all right. There's light at the end of the tunnel. You know, to me, music is the only therapeutic, no color lines that unite people. Um, It has the ability to bring everyone together. You can touch and caress so many souls of what you bring to the, what you bring to the table, especially from a lyrical perspective. Um, every artist that I've had the pleasure of conversing with, they always tell me, Teddy Bear, when you're on the stage, it is such a feeling of euphoria. It's my muse. Mm-hmm. I'm able to let loose. And it always comes back when you have that kind of euphoric feeling. How long does it take you to come down from that after that? Because nothing compares to that feeling when you make that kind of connection 
with an audience member? How did, I mean, what do you do to come down from that kind of high? Um, I, when, when I, after a performance, usually, I, you know, I'm talking to people and, you know, my eyes are all wide and everything and I'm hugging people and people are just like, yo girl, I just, I love that song. It's, it's, it's so, oh my gosh, I can't even describe it. It is euphoric, but more than that, it's a, um, it's, it's the experience of God. That's what I can, I can say. And coming down from that, I don't know that you ever completely come down because you hold on to those moments, you know. But what I would say is I, I after that, I immediately need a little bit of quiet time. After I engage and I'm, you know, joking and laughing, I need a little bit of quiet time. And that time is just to bring me down to the center and to the middle and to be thankful that I'm this vesicle. I'm this ve- ve- not this vesicle, this vehicle that can bring this music to people, and I just want to thank God for that talent and appreciate what it is that I do, and and so it's just usually quiet. Actually, after performances, um, my one of my mates he used to record me, like you know, video me, and he'd be like, "You want to listen to it now?" No, 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 I just want quiet. I just need to be quiet and enjoy this and center, and and then I can listen to it later, watch it later. That is how I you come know, down in silence. You know, it's interesting from the people on the outside looking in. They say, wow, you give so much of yourself in a performance. How long does it take or what do you do to kind of wind down? As you said, I just need some quiet time. And I've had people all the time ask me, but Teddy Bear, you do so much. You do radio, voiceover work. After you get through doing all these different multitude of things, how do you wind down? I said, I only need three things to wind down. I said, a glass of Chardonnay. A good cigar. <laughs> George Benson's album, Breezing. I'm all okay. right then. I'm in love. <laughs> I got some Cohibas. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I do. I do. Um, They're in the fridge yeah. right now. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tempt me with a good time. <laughs> yes, Lord. And family, be sure to stop by. Erica's official website at www.eljmusic.com or better yet, let your fingers do the walking. Stop by. Yes, Lord. Patronize. Support all the music that she's bringing out to us at her Instagram page. That's at instagram.com forward slash songs by J-S-B-Y-E. Yes, Lord. Tell us about this song called Mr. Trickster. I said, is that something that you... uh, (laughs) from your experiences that you incorporated in this new thing? Oh, yeah. I think I think every woman probably, yeah. You know, I, I, I love the brothers. I love them. I do. I really right. do. Um, but I had to bring forth this song because, you know, and I say this, let me give this disclaimer. There are a lot of good brothers out there. Okay. Um, but there are some. There are some mm-hmm. that, that have some ill intentions, mm-hmm. and they prey on, you know, just getting you to fall for them, and they don't right. have intentions um, to love you completely. They want something from you. And, you know, it can come in the form of, you know, money or just your time, you know, your intimacy, and you just have to be very careful. So that song you know, is is um, so eloquently highlighting that women have to be careful. We just have to 
you know, you just got to be careful about who you bring into your space and, and, and be mindful. Like, you know, people that are quick to just give you a whole lot of attention and just say, Oh, I, you know, I love you. I want to be with you. And, you know, it's, you got to be careful. Like, uh, you know, not saying that you can't have these intense feelings of love. And, and, you know, there are people that, you know, I hear stories they've met, they fell in love, they married, and, and they've been together for, you know, 30, 40 years. But you just have to be careful. And this song speaks to that. You know, I'm speaking as a woman that has been a victim of a narcissistic personality, um, being with someone that has been like that. And they will love bomb you and make you think that they just want to be there in your life. And it's really just a form of control. They use that love as a drug. And they will um, have you forever seeking that feeling that they gave you in the beginning. When they uh, start to show who they really are, you'll be less like, what happened to that person? And you'll constantly be be chasing that person. And so this is what that song is about. Lord and monkey. <laughs> I know it's a lot. I know, but that's why I had to put it in the song. <laughs> but do ladies all those, know what I'm talking about. Hey, I'm sure they do. It to uh, all those many love junkies out there, you need that 12 step program. Let's get lost <laughs> in this trickster from Erica L. James here in the zone of LOTO. <laughs>
Trickster from America Hill James here in the zone of LOTO Radio. And remember, family, all the singles are available as we speak via iTunes, Google Play, Tidal, Spotify. And for those who like to live a little bit more adventurous, you can always head over to Amazon.com. And speaking of adventurous, the Erica L. James of today, 2019. If you could go back 10 years and speak to that Erica, what are some of the things that you would say to her as far as wisdom and also this journey through music and also through life? Oh, that's a good one. Um, I would I would say to myself, it's okay to say no. It is okay to do what's best for you. It's, and don't try to be a people pleaser. You're not gonna you're not gonna satisfy everybody all the all of the time. Take care of yourself and 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 say no. When it doesn't feel good to you, say no. I would definitely tell myself that because twenty years ago I was a very different and not very different in the way of, you know, I'm still a funny person and like to cut up and stuff like that. But I would I would overextend myself and it would leave me depleted. And so I would definitely tell myself, it's okay. They know if they love you, they'll be all right. Like my lady Josh Stone once said, bruised but not broken. Lord have mercy. Yeah. Remember, <laughs> remember, family, again, hey, let your first move be your best move. Now, if you afford to spend $200 on a pair of tennis shoes, Lord have mercy, I know that you can go out and get some quality music, take some quality over quantity. Yes, Lord, it's a beautiful thing. And hopefully soon, my love, when you have some free time, you'll make your way down here to Houston. We would love to have you here and perform in the studio. I know that my crew would love to have you down here. And also, there will be so many venues that would love to have you see, see you down here and perform. What does your upcoming as far as schedule look like as far as uh, doing some live performances for this year? Are you done for this year? And we just have to wait for 2020. I am done for this year, but 2020, okay. there's a lot there's a lot on the horizon. Okay. Um, and, and when I say I'm done, listen, that's, that's the uh, business side of Erica saying, well, we're done. But, hey, like you said, don't tempt me. I'll be in Houston. <laughs> don't play. It ain't nothing but an airline ticket or airplane ticket, okay? Don't tempt well, me now. I'll be down there. They say everything love. is bigger in Texas. I got to learn. I got to figure that part out. You know what? Hey, you have an open invitation. <laughs> you have a, you All right now, Teddy Bear. <laughs> you got an open invitation. Hey, all aboard. Trains, planes, automobile. I don't care how you get here. Just get here. When you can, Lord have mercy. And speaking of that, running, hmm, very interesting song. I've listened to the lyrics over and over and over again, but I wanted to get your interpretation from the single called Running. Running? Oh, you know, when I was when I was in the studio, I probably had to stop about five or six times because I was crying. Um because it was a lot that I was uh, going through when I wrote this. And, um, you know, everyone wants a little bit of your attention and you try to accommodate people. But this song was about me saying, listen, 
I just got to get away and get a little bit of time for me, just a little bit. You know, I'll come back and we can address whatever you need. But like right now, it's about me. And I need that time. I need that time to replenish my spirit and don't take that personal. It's it's not a reflection of you or anything that you've done. I just need to get away. And it so was me. probably in the middle of this relationship, these relationships that I told you about. <laughs> it's a lot. It, it, hey, we both mutually agree. It does take a lot to sit up and spread yourself out because you're giving so much of yourself, not just to one individual, but to two individuals. And then at the same time, trying to find that, that balance within yourself, you know, it's, it right. can be challenging. That's why I said for me, I said, it's, it's challenging enough when you're dealing with just one person. I couldn't even put myself in the realm of sitting up here and having two, I mean, exquisite women. And I know they bring two completely different entities, different entities or attitudes or how they conduct themselves in the equation. And then knowing that you have to give them a certain amount of attention, because at the end of the day, we all want attention. We all want to be, we all want to feel special. We want to feel unique. And I know each and every woman out there, I don't care if you're independent, you, you got your own thing going. Every woman wants to be treated in a very special and very unique way. They want to be treated and known that they are the epitome of beauty, or as you said, love. So I get it. I understand it. We're good. Let's get into it with running from Erica L. James here in the zone. Time, time for me now Don't take it personal 
some time for myself. We all need a little time to ourselves. Running from Erica L. James in the zone of L.O.T.O. Radio. Family, remember, all the singles are available as we speak. Running, Mr. Trickster, him too, and also the new single that was just released yesterday, Deserve Better, on all social media outlets. My queen, from the bottom of my chocolate teddy bear heart, I want to thank you for honoring us today and blessing us with your presence. I definitely have nothing but the utmost respect for your talent. Whatever you need, please do not hesitate to let us know. Look at us as your home away from home. And again, hopefully in 2020, you will make your captivating self available and come down here to Houston. We would love to have you perform here in the studio and much continued success for you. Thank you so much. And I I am so happy that you all reached out to me. Um, Thank you, Houston, for listening in. And I will definitely be there 2020 in Houston to give y'all a little bit, a little bit of this love. I'm coming. Wow. So it is written. So it shall be done. Lord have mercy. Stay sweet, my love, and have a fantabulous weekend. You too. Thank All you. All right. My pleasure. Very talented. Erica L. James here in the zone. Of L-O-T-O Radio, Lord have mercy. Got to take a quick two and two. Got to pay some bills, as Brother Brown once said. Pay the cost to be the boss, even when you're vibing in the zone of L-O-T-O Radio. We've been coming here for quite some time. Many conversations, not really expressing our true feelings, playing games. But I'm here to put all my cards on the table to express to you how I really feel. Now that I've done so, the floor is yours. Last lifetime, I must have overdosed on your love because this time around, I'm permanently tipsy. With your name on the tongue of my tip, can't even speak right. Can't even sleep and I'm missing your voice and your choice and thoughts. I guess I want to stop looking for intoxication. No need to inflate this drumming in my brain when I try to release this pain in my chest. I got to rest. I need to chill. I need to chill. But then I see you smile and all my hard work ain't worthwhile anymore. Just a festering sore and no amount of drinking milk is going to calm it. Just drinking rum to block out some of your... Some of you... Some of you... Summertime. Summertime. Or at least I try. And at least a generation later, I'm still trying to ease my soul. Still trying to ease my soul. Ease my soul.
little bit of Terry Lynn Carrington here in the zone of L.O.T.O. Radio. Actually, we have a very special announcement, but I'm going to tease you just a little bit. I'm not going to tell you that until next week. <laughs> it's okay. No need to fear. You know, the teddy bear is going to come through just as sure as the day is long. But I want to send out a very special thank you again to Erica L. James for joining us. And remember, family, her singles are available running. Mr. Trickster, him too, and her newest single that was just released yesterday deserve better. So make sure you get by through all the social media outlets and pick up this music. And also to get all the latest updates, let your fingers do the walking. Stop by her official website at www.eljmusic.com Also, you can catch up with her and support her on our Instagram page at instagram.com forward slash song by Jay. That's B-Y-E. Yes, Lord. It's a beautiful thing. Again, I want to thank everyone for tuning in and tuning out all the negativity. It's a beautiful experience. And for those who missed the interview, no need to fear. We got you covered. You can go pull up that app on your cell phone. Go to iHeartRadio or either Spotify. Type in these lovely words. Be very delicate when you do it. L-O-D-L The Zone. And you can listen to the interviews in its entirety. Also, be sure while you're there, subscribe. You don't want to miss out on all the beautiful experience that the teddy bear is bringing to you. If it's a chocolate highway, mm, if it's black and it's chocolate, we're going to bring it to you. <laughs> and speaking of beautiful, I want to send out a very special thank you to Team Taya, the very talented Taya, my love. She has blessed the teddy bear with all kind of goodies and gifts. Yeah, my... Um, one of my interns just brought it into the studio to me, and I got me an autograph CD and also some incense candles we can burn and just make everybody just feel just mm, really comfy and cozy. It's definitely a beautiful vibe. And speaking of that, by getting all these wonderful gifts, let's get into it. Here's the latest from Taya for her new hit album, Black, White, and Love, with mm, Bag back featuring at Bill here in the zone of LOTO Radio. Lord, have mercy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whoa, whoa, back up, back, back, yeah. Woo. to me that did just when I passed through, but it ain't shit to talk about. I'm past you. If I like that body, I'ma rap you Got some guys around my body, they might clap you You don't notice, notice I do more than bad do I ain't worried about that, you can make that bag move I got all these haters blocking, look what I do 
and I telegraph that okay. I done got my door, so you know that shit ain't nothing to me Roll up and then I pass that With your bad ass Got me thinking you ain't too much trouble for me She gave me, me Brandon and look at the syllabus I'm trying to get up as high as the ceiling And she chase a house but don't know what the feeling I don't wanna argue, I'm not really feeling And I'm dressing all black cause you know I be killing And I'm honest as fuck that you know I ain't feeling I'm slicking, I'm hot like an egg on a skin I just gave her my room, I'm retarded to build it Fresh on it when I rock it like this I be ten toes down when I'm silent with my shit With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 